Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be when you're not really into her, but feel guilty about it. So I've got an email from a guy. He's been following me for about four years, and he says what originally brought him to my work was his, his, his uh, I think he said an NPD, narcissistic personality disorder girlfriend, when she monkey branched from him to another guy, probably in a very unpleasant, nasty way. He's trying to figure out what the hell happened. Went to Google, found me, he's been following me. And so he's had a lot of successes. He was actually able to attract a woman from high school that he always had the hots for, and a couple of women that had kind of gone cold on him that he really liked. And so even though he's had a lot of success, He's had situations where he starts dating women that he likes, but he's not really super into them. And then after about week six or seven, just like I talk about in my book, 3% Man, the women are starting to fall in love and they want to be exclusive and he goes along with it only to break up with them a couple of months later because he realizes he's just not feeling it. And so he's feeling very guilty because of that. And he's thinking, man, I'm accumulating all this negative karma because I'm getting serious with these women that I'm not into. Because part of the problem is he's deep down worrying or fearful that he's not going to meet anybody he really clicks with. Which is understandable when enough time goes by and you look around you and you think other people are happier or are living a better life than they are. It's never a good thing when you start comparing yourself to other people. Because your life is your own life. It's going to be completely different than everybody else's. So when you compare yourself to somebody else, now your life is, instead of judging it to your own standards of success, you're judging it to somebody else's standards, which is often, especially when it comes to social media, it's a false reality of what you think they really have that you don't. So it's a good email for those of you that are holding out for something better, or maybe you're in a similar situation to this guy and you're not feeling it and you're just going... Maybe it'll get better. Maybe I got cold feet. Obviously, if you've read 3% Man, these were some of the same feelings. I, mean, I can totally see myself and this guy and what he's going through and, and what I went through in my early 20s. It's just deep down, it's that fear. Fear that if I leave this situation, am I going to find anybody better? If I leave this job or if I leave this person or this relationship? And then you do leave and then a bunch of time passes and you still haven't, in your own mind, improved or gotten somebody better, then you're going to start doubting what you had. It's not easy following what feels right for you. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we'll go through his email. And the quote says, success seems to only come after much struggle and way more time invested than you expected when you started. Learning to trust your heart, curiosity, and intuition when it comes to choosing friends, lovers, careers, and business associates is extremely difficult when you are surrounded by an overwhelming majority of people who have settled for a life that is less than they are capable of living. You must do what you do and choose what you choose for your own reasons, not the reasons of others who think they know better than you do what's best for you. So never crowd along the extra mile on your journey to success because most people have simply given up. Cherish, love, and support those rare people 
who also have what it takes to succeed and be great teammates. So let's go through his email. He says, hi coach, I've been a loyal follower for almost four years. And around November, December of 2017, my ex-NPD girlfriend, I assume that's narcissistic personality disorder girlfriend, monkey branched on me to another guy. After a couple of weeks of wondering what the hell just happened, I started using man's most trusted tool, which was the internet search engine. That led me to your work. After reading the book, 3% Man, the required amount and applying what was in it, obviously 10 to 15 times, he's a good student. I was stunned by the success I was having. I'm not, obviously. I was starting to understand why the two women that I really liked, he says, hell, I loved them, if I'm being honest, would display flaky behavior. But the women I wasn't really all that crazy about would bend over backwards and follow me all over the country if I wanted them to. Well, the simple answer is that the women that you weren't that into, you did everything right. You basically embodied what the book teaches. But as soon as you really cared and you were really into these other two particular women, you changed. You were different. You were too nice. You were too compliant, too willing to to please, not stand up for yourself, and not be the guy that you normally are with everybody else. And this is the hard part for all of us. It's the it's that battle that goes on between our ears and our in our mind of our limiting beliefs. In other words, the story that we tell ourselves about what we're not capable of and what we don't have and we don't have the resources to do or the intelligence or we're not good enough or we're not good looking enough, whatever. I don't have, we don't have the personality, whatever it happens to be versus the battle with the optimistic side of us. It's always saying just a little bit longer, just push through this. A few more days, a few more weeks, a few more months, we'll get there. And there's like this constant back and forth battle that's going on in our minds and that influences everything we do or fail to do to move our lives forward. He says, from that point on, it was a natural progression into PUA stuff and then the red pill, mostly Rolo's work, which I think Rolo's book, The The Rational Mail, is a good book and everybody should read it. But it's just way too many people I see from the emails I get and the comments I get, they get caught up in that and they go down that negative black pill, I guess, if you will. And then they just become really bitter and angry with women. And then their success plummets because women can sense this. They don't, women go from being happy to interact with these guys to wanting nothing to do with them because these guys are so angry and so pissed off. They just make women not feel safe. I've had countless emails over the years and done a ton of phone sessions with guys that got into the red pill, started following Rolo's work, and they just went down that negative rabbit hole, and they went from having good success when they were following my work to having no success when they got involved in Rolo's and some of these other guys' things because they end up using it as an excuse to be pissed off at women and say, hey, it's not my fault. It's just too easy to do that. I'm all about solutions, not complaining about a particular group of toxic women. If you apply what's in my book, you should be able to spot the toxic women because if you apply what's in 3% Man, it'll bring out the best and the best really fast and it'll bring out the worst and the worst really fast. So you can boot the toxic ones right out of your life and not get heavily involved, which unfortunately a lot of these guys in the red pill community have been burned, been burned in divorce court, or they've been burned in relationships, 
And it's understandable to be bitter and pissed off. None of us like to accept that we screwed up or we invited that person into our life. We said yes to them. We're the one that made them our girlfriend or we're the ones that married them. We're the ones that chose to have kids with them despite all the red flags. I basically lived and breathed this stuff for the last four years and I've had pretty good success and I even reattracted my first love, one of the ones that got away. 20 years ago when we were kids and she was a little flaky, but last summer she was hardcore chasing me down and just absolutely throwing the pussy at me. But from your work, I am able to understand that no matter how much I care for her, she's devious as hell and flat out just not a good woman. That's hard. It's really hard to accept that, especially when your emotions are engaged. And that's why 3% Man and what's in there will really help you keep a level head instead of going off into la-la land. Because if you let yourself do that, you're going to get burned. My success has been so good that I have met and bedded down seven women in 2020 alone, and I'd say that's pretty good considering a pandemic and strict stay-at-home orders. My main issue that I'm having is I'll date a woman around in around week six, seven, or eight, and I'll get the, what are we, where is this going, do you consider me to be your girlfriend questions. And some of the time I feel there might be a little chemistry between us, so I go ahead and make it official. So... That statement right there, I feel there might be a little chemistry. You don't get serious with women that you feel there's a little chemistry. You'll know if it's the right person. Every fiber of your being is going to be going, hell yeah, I'd love to be exclusive. I would love to be your boyfriend. I would love to have you as my girlfriend. If you're not feeling that on the inside, you don't get exclusive, dude. But I can understand after many years and you haven't gotten together with somebody that really knocks your socks off, who's also got their shit together, it can be demoralizing. It can be hard to to keep on keeping on, to keep holding out and going, well, this one's good. The holidays are coming up. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. My parents are always asking me when I'm going to get serious with somebody. And you talk yourself into it. But the bottom line is the feelings are not there. I don't see anything about high emotional engagement. I don't see any kind of burning desire or burning enthusiasm for these particular women. It's like, well, it sounds like he's being guilted into getting serious. He says, a few months later though, I feel like although I care about this person a lot and would do anything for them, this isn't exactly what I'm looking for and so the relationship ends. Well, you should have never gotten into a, a relationship at all, dude, because the words you used to describe these women is like, nah, you weren't feeling it. So that was your fuck up. And I, I know this from experience because I, I did this in my 20s as well. I should have never gotten married to my wife. I loved her. She was a great girl. She was a great wife. But something was missing and I just didn't have the, the strength, the inner strength, the testicular fortitude to borrow from Richard Marcinko's term that I believe he was the one that coined to just break up and move on and it was a very painful it was a very painful experience to go through a divorce and it's embarrassing it's not a lot of fun and it was expensive on top of that even though we were only married a year that's why it's so super important to do what feels right for you and just because you feel guilty or this girl's really nice you don't just go along with it 
Although we're still friends usually and they take it pretty well, I feel like what I am doing is wrong. Well, it is, dude. You shouldn't be getting serious with women you don't really want to be getting serious with. And I feel like I'm going to pay one day for breaking up with his, these women. Don't get me wrong. They're great, but I just don't see myself with them long term. So what do I do? Never agree to be in an exclusive relationship with somebody that you don't want to be in an exclusive relationship. Don't be guilted into it. I know it's hard because you're going to get peer pressure. you got friends, family. You gotta remember, we're all surrounded by mostly mediocre people. Most people... If you're watching this, most of the people you know are going to have no interest in watching a video like mine or doing the work or reading 3% Man or reading Mastering Yourself or even getting into my quotes book. They just simply won't do it. And so if you're surrounded by mediocre people who aren't willing to go the extra mile to help themselves and then they see that you are, they're going to try to get you to make the same decisions that they have made because that validates their life choices. So it's really super important to know who you are and what you want and why you want it. So you can resist the influence of the mediocre people. I don't want to end up like my NPD ex and have dozens of bodies behind me like she possibly does. Although I'm not doing this on purpose, I know karma is real because I've seen what happens to women when they pull this type of stuff on guys. Well, the key is to be authentic and true to yourself. And if you're dating and the girl's like, well, where's this going? And you're not, you know, you don't want to be exclusive with her. You got to say, well, to be honest with you, I'm just kind of casually dating. I don't really want to get serious until it feels right. I like you a lot, but it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like I want to get serious or exclusive. And you may lose her. You may, she may say, hey, all right, well, this ain't going anywhere. Then I want to move on. And you should wish her well. That's the right thing to do. That's the masculine thing to do. That's the honorable thing thing to do and then that way she can say hey he was a good guy he was honest with me and i appreciate that he didn't waste my time he didn't get into a relationship he wasn't going along to get along he wasn't a pleaser he was a man he was a real fucking man and she asked him to be exclusive and he had the balls to say no he says i'm just looking for some much needed advice because i've never seen this topic on any video or any thread well actually it's in the book and you're just not doing what's in the book. Maybe you're impatient. Maybe you're being guilted into it at times. But the reality is you're not listening to your inner voice and your inner tuition, which is not a good way to go. you got to trust that. If you're not inside going, hell yeah, I'd love to be exclusive with this person. It's like, no, you got to keep it moving, dude. Plus, the other thing you got to consider is that you want something great, but you're getting into relationships with mediocre people. Or women that you're not feeling it for. And so now you're, the space that you had for that great person is now closed. Because you've got somebody that you've settled for in essence. And that's what you're doing. You're settling in your personal life. And you're not going to attract somebody spectacular when you're continually settling. you got to hold out for spectacular. Because holding out for spectacular communicates to the universe that you believe and you feel that you're worth it and so you'll go without mediocre in the meantime until something really great or someone really great comes along it's hard to do but you're going to have to do it so if you've got a question or a challenge and you'd like to get my help go to understandrelationships.com click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly until next time i will talk to you soon Thank you.